Are you thinking about moving into indirect bonding for your practice? Can't decide which company to use? Have you ever used Sugar Daddy lollipops, heated up a number seven wax spatula, and glued your brackets to plaster models? I'm sure three quarters of you out there don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but the other 25% shoot me an email so I know that I'm still relevant in some ways. Well, technology has certainly involved. And today, um, we'll take a deep dive into the cutting edge technology behind Braces On Demand. Stay tuned. The future of orthodontics is evolving and changing every day. But although the way to achieve practice growth has changed, there's never been a better time to be an orthodontist. Let's get into the minds of industry leaders, forward-thinking orthodontists, and technology insiders to learn how they see the future of the orthodontic specialty. Join your hosts, Dr. Leon Klempner and Amy Epstein, each month as they bring you insights, tips, and guest interviews focused on helping you capitalize on the opportunities for practice growth. And now, welcome to the golden age of orthodontics with the co-founders of People and Practice, Dr. Leon Klempner and Amy Epstein. Welcome to the golden age of orthodontics. I'm Leon Klempner, retired, proud board-certified orthodontist. Uh, and in my spare time, I'm the craniofacial orthodontist for Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. I also teach the Harvard Ortho residents. And of course, I am the CEO of People in Practice. And as usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Amy Epstein. Thank you very much. First thing I want to do is wish you a very happy anniversary to you and mom today is uh, your anniversary. So. 49 years and going, going strong. Thank you. We have to plan something for next year. Best thing Get I ever it. did, by the way. Best thing I ever did. I know. You always say that. That's good. I am Amy Epstein. Aside from being Dr. Leon Klempner's oldest daughter, I have an MBA in marketing and 20 years of public relations and marketing experience. I am the COO of People in Practice. And if you don't know People in Practice, we're a digital marketing consultancy, largely for orthodontists. Um, we have 12 people growth consultants on a mission to unveil all the opportunities that are available for practices to thrive. If you listen to the end of our podcast, you'll hear that every week we say, right now is the golden age for orthodontists to grow. And we implement digital marketing strategies and we implement technology and consulting services that allow our clients to take advantage of the fact that it is the golden age. Speaking of the golden age, we bring to you technologies that allow for this type of growth. And today we're thrilled to have on our show, Dr. James Pascal. He goes by Jep. He's our guest today, and he is the chief clinical officer at Braces on Demand. He lectures worldwide on the most advanced orthodontic trends, techniques, and the technologies that improve patient care. He's recognized as the leading expert on incorporating 3D printing into orthodontic practices. And Dr. Pascal, Jep, I'm gonna call you Jep, practices in Madison and Greensboro, Georgia. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Amy, we really appreciate it. First of all, I did not know this, Leon, but happy anniversary, 49 years. That is an amazing milestone. I, I'm, I, I'm in awe. 
frankly. Uh, My wife and I have been together for 25 years. And like you, it was the best decision I ever made. So, Well, sometimes you get lucky, right, Jeff? That's exactly right. Sometimes we get lucky. (laughs) But happy anniversary. That's great. Thanks so much. Appreciate it very much. Um, So, uh, well, first of all, um, how do we go from James to Jeff? Oh, good question, I guess. Uh, so it, that's a long, it, it goes way back to pre-birth. Uh, my dad, I'm a junior, my dad's a senior, and he used to put his initials on the books and uh, in college, and uh, my mom and he were dating. And, you know, when they got engaged, she said, one day, I think we'll call, you know, our first son, Jep. And, uh, you know, and I'll be a junior, but I would, I, she didn't want to go by John or Ernie or any of that. So uh, Ernie was my dad's name. She didn't want two Ernies in the household, even though we were very Southern, uh, South Carolina. But that's that's the lineage of Jeff. Okay. All right. Interesting. So um, let's start with some of the basics. Um, First of all, have you ever ever used sugar daddies to uh, glue uh, brackets onto models? So um, the answer to that question is yes, Um, however, in a different way. um, Amy, you didn't cover uh, one part of my my background, and that was I'm a prosthodontist as well. So I am well schooled in uh, in, in stone models and grinders and all sorts of lab techniques, stacking porcelain, you name it, I've done it. Um, But yeah, my lineage goes back that far as well. So, um, but I've I've always been that person in the room that's like, okay, I've taught this way, there's a better way to do it. You know, technology has always been that out for me. And and so that's just, that's the way my brain has always worked. So I've always sought the, you know, okay, I can do this and I can do that, but let's do it better. For so, those that you don't Iron know the- what the, the sugar daddy thing is, can you just like, you told me about it when I asked, but can can someone just give like a 30 second understanding of the application of candy in what we're talking about here? Jeff, it's biodegradable, it's water soluble, and it sticks to everything. You know, anybody who's chewed on a sugar daddy, I mean, you can't even get it off your teeth with saliva, let alone you know, putting it on the back of a bracket and using it to glue onto a stone model. Um, you know, so it, it essentially it's like it's yeah. There you go, nice <laughs> Russ, grab. Russ, nice. Russ, Russ comes Russ, through. That's Russ awesome. for the win. He's our producer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tip of the hat there, Russ. But, yeah, uh, but yeah. essentially, I, am I, I am I am I forgetting anything, Leon? No, no, no. I, I, other than it, it washes out so clean with yeah. hot water that uh, it, it was ideal, a little labor intensive, which brings us to braces on demand. So nice tell trick. us, yep, tell us <laughs> a little bit about braces on demand and, and technology and, and what our listeners really need to know. What is it? Yeah, so braces on demand, um, I think it's about, I think we've been around for about four years now. Um, I say we, just a full disclosure here, um, I am an investor, an, an initial investor in the company. Um, but, uh, as far as braces on demand is concerned, the initial concept was literally 3d printing brackets. And that was the initial concept. And, you know, we basically have the protocols and intellectual property to literally take a file of pre-made brackets, uh, several different, uh, prescription, uh, prescription types that are available online, and they will dump right to your 3d printer in office. They don't even go to your computer. 
So that file goes right to the right to the printer, and people all over the world um, can three D print brackets. Um, and you know, at, at originally the concept was three D print brackets at a vastly reduced cost to the traditionally manufactured brackets. Fast forward to today. Um, and it's all about custom appliances. You know, we still have all those 3D printed brackets and appliances that we've developed before, but now we're really going down the road of, you know, um, monolithic is our current, you know, uh, product that we, that we 3D print. It's fully custom, custom index. And the unique thing about the, the monolithic product line is that you have an index that is three-dimensionally related to every single bracket that that index is attached to and the entire complex is printed at the same time um, so you like on the website when you see monolithic you'll see this kind of interesting tree shape type device and you're looking at it like what the heck is that and when you really start paying attention to it you'll see the index of the occlusal surfaces or the incisal edge of the teeth then you'll see the arms that are so there. There it is on the screen, and you'll see the arms supporting each individual bracket that have been properly related, and each individual bracket and in the slots have been properly customized to carry the custom prescription to deliver that endpoint that you've previously set up for your patient. So, so um, it, you know, from looking at it, it looks like unlike a traditional tray, you can actually see the bracket and clean the you know, yep. your your bonding material um you know visually with the you know directly is that is that true pretty much couldn't have said it better myself um and yeah that the screen's showing it beautifully so you've got the index that's on there and then if you can envision when you place that on the teeth and it's, everything's properly related a couple of key things will immediately jump out at you the first is you can visualize the index indexing on the occlusal surface. There's no guesswork. So you don't have this traditional wrap around tray that's been vacuum formed or thermoformed over to the brackets that you've, you know, placed by hand or a, a somebody previously or a technician has placed by hand and manufactured. So you get the index, you can put it right on the occlusal surface of the tooth. You or your assistant can immediately key in and know it's in the right spot on the, on the occlusal surface of the teeth. Then you can re-reference your eyes onto the actual brackets and visualize exactly how they are on the facial surfaces of the teeth and that they too are indexing on the teeth in the proper fashion. And you know, whether you place the brackets or your assistants place the brackets, you then can clean the glue off initially all the way around the bracket. Um, they, a couple of the support structures get in the way a little bit, but you're, it's vastly superior to anything I've ever used in the past as far as indirect bonding is concerned. So in looking at all this, I mean, this is the, the value that we provide together. My dad and me is the yep. clinical side of things and then the marketing side of things. And so I'm uh, looking at braces on demand. And my question for you is, can you talk a little bit about the importance um, or the benefits of patient-specific customization? Um, what's the value to the patient? Okay. That's a great question because honestly, that's something that we all have a little bit of a problem relating to our practices is that the, the value to the patient specifically is going to be in a nutshell, decreased treatment time. You know, mm -hmm. you still got appliances in your mouth. You still have wires in your mouth. Um, so you've got all of the normal traditional, you know, problems or things that patients have with braces. However, 
we can get these, we have the potential to get these things off quicker because we're doing a setup virtually on the computer prior to the, prior to even putting them in the mouth or even designing each individual bracket. And those brackets are designed so that with the goal in mind to get them in the right place with the exact prescription for that patient the first time. So you, you know, you can eliminate your reposition. Theoretically, you can eliminate your repositioning appointments and then you can eliminate many, if not all of the final detailing appointments that we traditionally have in other appliance systems. So those are the clear benefits to the patients is just less time in braces. Another incredible benefit to the patient with Biomed Clear, which is the material that we currently print these in, and that's the material that you're seeing on the screen right now. The other material is a denture resin material that's tooth colored, and you can print them in either material. But we tend, in our office, we tend to use the Biomed Clear. I, I, this is gonna sound salesy, but it is one of the clearest materials I have ever clinically had the pleasure of using. Um, and you know, we put it on, as a matter of fact, I literally had um, the very first monolithic patient in the world that was done, was done in our office. And we sat up and we gave her the mirror and cause we were excited, you know, we we're like little kids in a candy shop cause our baby literally was being born in front of our eyes. And, you know, we're setting her up and she gets the mirror and she looks in and she has this smile from grin ear to ear that she's like, oh my gosh, I had no idea they were this clear. And she was just laughing and giddy. She had this concept that they were going to be these silver braces or these heavy, you know, white braces that she had seen on some of her friends. And to her expectation or to her, to her sheer, you know, uh, surprise, they were crystal clear. So that's the other advantage for the patients on this specific product with this specific resin. Mm -hmm. So Jeff, you know, part of our job is to be the voice of the wet fingered orthodontist out there that are, that are listening to this podcast. So um, I know that there are a lot of different options for indirect bonding braces on demand light force klon i think is a, is another one mm -hmm. um and we recently had alfred uh, griffin on our podcast from light force episode i think it was 48 you can listen to that interview if you're out there um, uh, trying to make a decision about it uh, but you know at people in practice we feel really strongly that you know uh technology and uh, for the benefit of the patient is critical for ortho practices to embrace. So, you know, without putting you on the spot, could you just point out some of the differences between braces on demand and some of your competitors? Sure. Um, first of all, I'm going to qualify uh, my, all of my answers as I have not used specifically KL Owens product nor have I specifically used Lightforce. I've evaluated them, but I have not used them clinically. Um, I had a ton of experience with indirect bonding years ago with the old Insignia system um, way back when. And uh, we, matter of fact, we implemented that extensively in our office back then. However, having said that, I do know they are um, both a trade delivered system of some sort. So that system involves either fully or partially wrapping around each and every tooth, uh, whether it's a complete arch or, you know, segments or whatever at any given time. Um, and I know from using previous systems of, in similar fashions that you can have inherent problems with that. You know, you don't never, you, you never really know visually if the brackets are 
firmly seated on the teeth while, while the cement is curing. Um, you know, you, you just have some inherent clinical problems with that. With the monolithic system, um, as I referenced earlier, you can visually see the index of the, of, of the teeth. You can confirm that it's seated to place. You can confirm that each individual bracket is seated to place. And more importantly, that flash that, uh, that invariably comes out from the bracket, no matter how perfect we try to be with our uh, cement placement onto the uh, tooth surface of, of each individual bracket, that flash can be cleaned off um, each individual tooth. And since it doesn't have that tray wrapped around it, you also remove the possibility that the resin and the flash is going to bond to the tray and to the bracket and to the tooth um, externally. So, you know, there's a, there's some distinct advantages clinically there. And those, those are the, that's the really the biggest advantage from that. They're they, specifically to KL Owen. Um, their bracket is a semi-custom bracket system. Um, they've done an immaculate job in what they're delivering. So um, I think it, you know, I think it is a, definitely a, a qualifier for a custom bracket, but it's, it is a semi-custom. You actually do pull semi-custom or various torque values out of a pre-selected tray of brackets within a range. Um, and then you physically place them into each individual um, uh, receiver that was, that was delivered to you or they do it themselves. And that brings up another point with both the other systems is those printed brackets or those pre previously manufactured brackets have to be physically placed in each individual index. And these brackets are small, you know, it, it, you know and I have had personal experience with placing brackets into these, in, into these, you know, these jigs that we fabricate, however we fabricate them, whether they're printed or whether they're fabricated in a lab, those brackets have to be put into place into those jigs and mistakes happen, you know? And so you, 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 you'd slightly have a variable on a very small surface and you've totally changed the torque value or the tip value or the rotational value of that bracket in that jig with braces, with the braces on demand monolithic product, it's virtually impossible to do that because the whole thing's printed as one unit. And those arms, if they're not broken, they are three-dimensionally related to that index. So that's another clear difference between the systems. One uh, well, follow-up question that I have, uh, if I can, is okay. about the printers. Uh, themselves like are there yeah. specific printer is it a system where the printer is included or are there is there um, variability into do you have choice when it comes to printers when you use braces on demand so it, that's a great question amy um you know it, the assistant this system was built not to be you know a system bound by one printer Initially, it was bound by one printer because a printing company called Form Labs was the only printing company that would enable us to basically give a digital file directly to the printer. That is what has to happen. Any 3D printer can print, frankly, any three-dimensional part as long as it fits on the bill plate. Um, but for braces on demand, from an intellectual property standpoint, we need to be able to print directly to the printer. And, and I think you know, going into the details of that is probably bigger than what we want to cover here, but it's, it is the most convenient way to do it. So Formlabs is the original printer. Sprint Ray, currently we have the ability to do that as well. And we're also looking on onboarding other printers. And, but those have to, those printers have to be tested extensively, not only from the digital 
component on delivery, but frankly, also the printing component. So one of the things I will say is that if a printer is approved by Braces on Demand, you can have the confidence that all of the appliances have been extensively printed on each printer that they've been approved for. And the reason why that approval is important um, is not to look at it as this kind of closed system perspective, if you will, but to, to look at it as everything has been evaluated so that you can have the confidence as a clinician that if you're printing these things in your office, that what is being delivered to your printer is dimensionally accurate. Because at the end of the day, we're looking, you know, we're working with 018 slots or 022 slots. That is a very small dimension. And so even the slightest variability is going to throw that bracket off. And so that's hence why these, these printers have to be tested. And, have, and so you're out. So you know that the proper bracket's being printed. So, Jeff, so how does exactly, how does it work? I mean, there, is there software that you download and, and you place the brackets on it? Does the software put the brackets on it and then you make the adjustments? Uh, what are we what are we buying? Are we buying the material? Are we buying the software? Are we buying a package? How, how does it work? You're really buying the service, frankly. Um, you're buying the entire team that's behind the service, you know, as well from the engineers to the sales team. But more pursuant to you as a clinician, um, and I'm, I'm assuming we're speaking specifically about monolithic because it, it's slightly different with the other products that you just select online. Um, but with monolithic, which is the fully custom appliance, what you're buying is the through Dibs AI, which is another company that we partnered with because they have the software to do the two setup. They have the software to do, you know, indirect bonding where we three dimensionally place the brackets on the teeth and you as a clinician or a technician that you that that you have trust in has the ability to approve that three dimensional placement of the brackets on the teeth and the final occlusion and the final setup of the patient's teeth. Once that setup is done um, and those and those brackets have been related on those teeth and you've approved all that, then from there, all the magic behind the green curtain starts to happen from the on the braces on demand side, because now we have a three dimensional braces on demand bracket that will subsequently be fully customized to deliver that individual's prescription that you dictated by your tooth setup. And from there, the index is built and then the index is related to each individual bracket with the arms from the index to the bracket and then subsequently the teeth are essentially virtually pulled away on the computer and you're left with the index and the bracket and the arms that are attached to the bracket. And that three-dimensional appliance is what's delivered to your printer or it's manufactured by braces on demand and subsequently mailed to you. You have either option. So you really don't even have to have a 3D printer in your office to utilize this product. Um, if you're like me, I have five 3D printers in my office. And um, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yep, throw it on a printer. Um, but, you know, a lot of people don't want to have that particular part of the workflow in their office. It's the same decision that people make when they say, no, I don't, I don't want an orthodontic lab in my office. I'm going to have an external orthodontic lab do the work. You can have the same thing as well with braces on demand. Understood. So, so Jeff, it's, it's tradition on the podcast for us to take a question for one of our viewers. So if you don't mind, we'll go ahead and play it and then you could respond to it. 
My name is Dr. Jason Kaplan and I practice in Dunwoody, Georgia. And my question is, what has been your experience in the past with indirect bonding and how does your team feel about bonding monolithic? That's a great question, Jason. And first of all, thanks. You're looking great. Jason and I go way back. So I really appreciate you submitting that question. Um, so, you know, the problems we've had in the past are similar to what I've already covered um, with, you know, with braces on the, or with uh, other systems that we've had. We've had trays get bound in the mouth, um, not fully bound where we couldn't get them out, but where it was very difficult to get them out. And then in the process of difficulty of getting them out of the mouth, you end up debonding a bracket. Um, and which leads to another difficult issue is actually bonding the brackets, having the confidence of that bracket being fully seated to the tooth um, in, a, in a tray delivery system, no matter how minimal the tray has tr been designed in the past, you still have to have something that wraps around the bracket that gets in the way of visualizing the bracket seating on that tooth. Um, and so as a result, you just don't have the confidence of the brackets there. And, and it's always like, unwrapping that unknown gift at Christmas where it's like, okay, please don't, don't, don't be what I don't want. Don't have a bracket debon. And you, you peel this tray off and it's like, ah, the bright two brackets popped off. And, and now you're stuck with, you got to get the bracket off. You got to clean up and your patient's disappointed, more time in the chair. You're disappointed. Your team's disappointed. Um, and then you got to get a, the bracket and find a way to separate the tray, re-deliver the tray on an individual tooth. Then you don't have the cross arch or cross tooth stabilization that you had previously enjoyed with a custom system. It just leads to a series of errors. With this system, I literally have not had a bracket debond um, as we're taking off the index. Um, not that it's not going to happen. Okay, do not want to say that, but. You know, it's it just hasn't happened yet in our office. And from what I understand, and uh, I think we have um, numerous cases in the field now, I think that number's creeping up to like 100 cases now that are that are running around because, you know, we're still on those initial stages on a lot of things and it's going swimmingly well. I've heard of minimal problems with this system. I tell you, worse, worse than uh, having one or two brackets fail is seating the tray and have everything bond but not having the seat fully see the tray fully seated right. and then having to debond everything and starting over again so i don't know if you've had that experience but oh yeah uh, in the past and, they, they, <laughs> and, the, and, and I, I can specifically remember one case several years back where you know we had seated everything and we were everything nothing debonded and we were really excited wire was in and i was looking at the cant from side to side. <laughs> and I went back to, on this particular system, you used to get a printout of what it was supposed to look like. And there there was no differentiation between the you know cuss tips to where the bracket slot was supposed to be. And it was glaringly apparent that a segment just didn't get seated. And so it was mm -hmm. like, now you gotta take the wire out. You know, and there you are doing a full rebond. Um, so yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> So the last question that I have for you, Jeff, today is about the future of the company and what you have on tap and, and if you have plans to unveil anything else in the future. But So what's ahead? Thank you for that. Um, it's really neat. One of the things I absolutely love about working with this company is that um, 
I've never met a more forward thinking group of people. Um, and just to call out one person, individual is Colin Corey. He is the CEO of the company. He's also you know, essentially the lead engineer. I mean, Colin and I have been meeting biweekly for four years now. He's become a good personal friend. He is probably one of the, the most amazing brains in orthodontics right now from an engineering perspective. And so he's just constantly thinking about how to make our lives easier for our patients and for orthodontists. And specifically on things for the future is, you know, you know, right now we're actually working on a system, you know, monolithic currently, you pretty much have the ability to have something delivered to your printer, you know, within a few days of being approved um, or let's say a week of being approved, which is the shortest t delivery time that I can think of for a fully custom system. Um, and if you're getting it mailed, I think you can expect it probably in a little over a week, maybe two weeks, still very short for a custom delivery system. Um, however, one of the things we're working on is a way to do a custom appliance and deliver that custom appliance in a little over a day. So essentially you would upload your STL file and we are working on a protocol and a, and a way of manufacturing these things that we can deliver it to your system essentially that night or the next day. Um, that would just frankly be remarkable to be able to do that. Um, another thing we're currently working on right now, all we have is twin bracket appliances uh, specific to brackets. We have several other uh, auxiliary appliances that are out there. Um, and I encourage you to go to the website and take a look at what the full offerings are for braces on demand in your practice. Um, but in addition to that, we're working to a, towards a passive self ligation system as well. Um, so for those passive self ligation people out there, stay tuned um, because I personally, my, you know, my bracket of choices is, is a passive self ligation. So, you know, that, that is definitely on the horizon um, with me being the chief clinical officer. I've been constantly, okay, okay, guys, let's get going. Let's get going. So. Sounds good. Well, we will stay tuned and we'll encourage our listeners to stay tuned to Braces On Demand as well. Thank you, Jeb, so much for your time today. It's really been a pleasure talking with you. If our audience would like to reach you directly to ask you any follow-up questions, what is the best way to get in touch? Um, you can get with get, you can get in touch with me uh, directly uh, if you if you would like. I'm I'm basically the, the easiest email for me is jepascal so j e p a s c h a l at gmail.com. Um, that's my personal email. Feel free to reach out. But the better way to get in touch is go to bracesondemand.com and uh, take a look at the website um, and just go to that contact tab and contact. You can get um, Ed Nacero, Ron Mallerstein. They're both on the sales side of things. Um, and there's several other there's several other people that can help you out and get you onboarded. Um, yeah, there it is. Contact us. So, but that's probably the easiest way to do it. But if you have any you know, like clinical questions, if you have any specific questions about what we've talked about today, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm, I'm, I'm a clinician, just like I'm sure the vast majority of people who are looking, you know, are watching this podcast and, uh, I'm in the trenches every day, just like you guys are and, uh, happy to help in any way I can. That's great. Thanks again. We really appreciate it. Amy, Thanks, Leon, you, it has been an absolute pleasure. I, I appreciate the opportunity to come and talk to you about it. We'll have you back. So you can subscribe or download other episodes of the Golden Age of Orthodontists 
Orthodontics on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and now YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate you telling a colleague. For more information about marketing and growth consulting that we do here at People in Practice, you can visit our website at pplpractice.com. And just a reminder that we're in a digital age. The future of orthodontics is going to be uh, in a digital realm. You have to start thinking about that for your practice. So uh, technologies such as customized brackets that can shorten treatment time, uh, technologies like remote monitoring, dental monitoring that en enable patients to spend less time in your office and less refinements. All of these uh, technologies that are that help patients get the smile that they want in the most convenient manner are critical to the future of orthodontic practices. So, um, you know, we're marketers. We certainly want to spread the word. Uh, if you're using any of these uh, technologies, that's the business that we're in. You could reach out to me at leon at pplpractice.com. Um, we strongly feel that this is the golden age, but only for those that understand the marketplace. So I encourage you to take a look at these technologies and uh, if you have any questions, certainly reach out to us. Um, we're in the golden age. Let's not forget about it. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the golden age of orthodontics. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or visit our website at thegoldenageoforthodontics.com for direct links to both the audio and video versions of this episode.